Welcome to another episode of the 2022 Empower Her Leadership Retreat Podcast with information about this year's event and how it helps young girls throughout Michigan. The retreat takes place on June 25th, 2022 at the Breslin Student Events Center on the campus of Michigan State University. I'm Julie Dombrowski, co-chair of the Empower Her Leadership Retreat, and I'm joined by our communications chair, Christine Kletke. Hello. Hello. Hello there. How are we doing this morning? Doing pretty well this morning. Sun signs. I know. That means spring's on the way, right? Exactly. Exactly. And I'll do that again because my Slack message just came on there. So sunshine is out. So looks like a great day today. Yeah, spring's definitely in the air. With Spring Right Around the Corner, we are very excited to welcome one of our new board members to this podcast. She is the content chair on the Empower Her Leadership team. Please welcome Ann Crane. Ann, welcome and good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here today. We're excited to have you. Yeah, welcome. Now, we want to let all of our listeners know that although that you're new to Empower Her, maybe the in-person event, you're not that new to Empower Her. So how did you come to find Empower Her? When Empower Her started, I was working at the Eli Bro College of Business as an academic advisor and program coordinator. One of my roles there was to serve as the faculty advisor for the Women in Business Students Association. Um, so I heard about Empower Her because they reached out to us to recruit volunteers and mentors uh, for the girls who participate in the retreat. That's one of the benefits of having a partnership with the Broad College of Business is that they are so supportive of this event and everything that we do with Empower Her. It's nice that we got somebody wonderful like you, and to join this team. But although you joined in uh, January of 2020, that obviously threw us for a loop. So then we went to a virtual event. So how was that managing your first year on the board? You are a mom as well, one of the many moms we have on the board. And you also had to homeschool your children just like the rest of us. So how was that transition on to Empower when actually still you may not have seen a lot of your fellow comrades in person? I think it was a great transition for me. I found my time with the board, even though it's virtual and on a lot of Zoom meetings, uh, it was always encouraging to me and uh, helped motivate me to get through the day and all the challenges that we were all going through together. Uh, And I think knowing that there were a group of women uh, across my community who were invested in the success of girls in our community just was an encouragement to me. And I had the sense that we were in this together and that we were going to get through this together. And, you know, just that you're not alone in the whole challenge of going through that lockdown and the virtual school experience uh, and that the challenges that my children were facing, other children were facing. Uh, So just that feeling of community was really motivating to me. And I looked forward to the meetings. It wasn't like a struggle. It was like, this is going to brighten my day. It's going to help me remember my purpose and my why, both as a parent and as an academic advisor at Michigan State. Yeah, I think it was a really good partnership. And it kind of started out as something that we wanted to make sure that Broad was really involved and they have been and we're so supportive because you're not the only person from Broad we have on our uh, Empower Her leadership team. But it's really important to know that when we went through the transition of being an online resource for the kids, we were also a resource for parents. We were a resource for our own board. Um, And that leads us into what your chair has become. We now have taken over content And we really want to kind of dive into the meat of the retreat itself is what you're in charge of. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do as the content chair and how it's important to empower? As a content chair, we're really looking at what the 
girls need, what skills they need, and how we can deliver that information in the most interactive and engaging way. We don't want the girls just to be listening to speakers, but we want them to be taking that information and applying it and practicing with it right there at the retreat so that when they walk out of the Breslin at the end of the day, they feel empowered to address the different challenges they're facing in their schools and their communities and their relationships. Uh, The goal is to be engaging, interactive, and very practical uh, for each girl. And you know, it's fourth through ninth graders, and it's a very wide age of girls, right? What a fourth grader needs can look very different from what a ninth grader needs. Um, and we really try to look at it in different cohorts. The other thing that I always bring to it is, you know, I'm a mom of a 13-year-old girl, so my daughter's kind of at the end of that age group. Um, So I bring that perspective to it, but I also bring the perspective of someone who's worked with young women at Michigan State for, you know, 15 years. And I know what skills they need um, to be successful in their lives, both at the university and in their career. And so I look at Empower Her as an opportunity to plant those seeds in young girls' lives and to continue to water them as they move through the program so they can really be successful through high school into college or career. And a lot of that has to do with just knowing who you are, knowing your voice, knowing the importance of speaking up, and all those skills we really try to incorporate into the content. That's really great because, I mean, one of the best things about the content itself is that's the main goal, right, is to bring in the professional speakers. And that's what a lot of the money that we raise goes towards, you know, making sure that we have top of the line people that, like you said, are spanning different topics because not everybody does the same thing, but also how can they teach it? So talk a little bit about how, you know, let's say an introvert goes to empower her, Uh, like an introvert, like our, one of our co-chairs, Lydia and myself, we are two opposite ends of the spectrum. You got me, I'm a big extrovert, very loud, noisy, you know, I can handle it, right? And then you have got some other people that are a little bit more reserved. So talk about how you can hear the same message in the content and you can take it two different ways. I think that's where the skill of our presenters really comes in. Um, They're able to read the room, as they say, and identify the young girls, the ones who are the introverts and the ones who are more the extrovert and use um, different techniques to bring them out. I think the other thing we do that's amazing about Empower Her is the mentors. Uh, The mentors are there to really focus on their eight to 10 girls and Mm -hmm. to really see how each girl is interacting with the content and um, doing different things to bring the introverts out and Mm -hmm. maybe encourage the extroverts to make space, you know, and to really also, I think, use the strengths of the extroverts to channel that energy toward engaging with the introverts. Um, I have a lot of experience with this because my daughter is an introvert and the pandemic's only moved her more in that direction, but she has one of her good friends is an extrovert. And I see how her friend draws her out and um, challenges her to kind of step out of her comfort zone. And I think that's what's 
beautiful about the in-person event is uh, these young girls get to interact with each other and with their mentors and the presenters and the volunteers. So there's space for everyone at Empower Her and everyone's going to take something uh, from the event. Everyone's on their own trajectory of development. um, And so we can make space for the extrovert to lead and we can make space for the introvert to come out of their shell, you know, and bring their voice to the conversation. Yeah. And I feel it's really important that that's what you focus on, right? That's what everybody on our Empower Her leadership team has their role. And, you know, we're all trying to make sure that we have the best possible event for these participants as they come through. But talk a little bit also of what we offer for parents as well. There are parent panels and there's the discussion groups. I know Amy Bosian has also led a discussion group about her journey with mental health and the mental health struggles of her daughter. So talk a little bit more about what we offer to parents. I think we also offer parents a community. Nobody has a book on how to parent through a pandemic or all the challenges of technology these days. Um, Lydia and I were talking to one of our presenters this week, and she was talking about the role of parents in um, how young girls engage with social media and how our behaviors, role model behaviors for them. And, you know, it made me stop as a parent to really reflect on what I do and what I don't do. And that's what we want to create for the parents is a safe space to learn, to reflect, and to grow in our parenting skills where there's no judgment and there's no like prescribed way of doing it, but just an opportunity to build community and to learn from experts and figure out how to apply that to our individual families and children in our different situations. Because each family is unique and we have our unique opportunities and our unique challenges and we want to allow parents that space to learn and to grow even as their girl is growing and learning as well. That's great. The best thing about Empower Her, I think, is the amount of time and dedication that we put into making sure that the day, it's a full day, right? It's a (laughs) long event and sometimes the kids can get overwhelmed. Talk a little bit more about the resources that we offer for counselors on site and different items that they have at the event. For anybody who gets to feel overwhelmed, maybe they get triggered by something. Talk about the protective services that we offer while they're there. Well, we're going to have counselors and volunteers available. And that's where, you know, it's a large group of girls, but we're paying attention to each girl individually. And that's where the mentors also come in. So if they notice something going on, they can get a girl connected to a counselor and we can talk them through that and have that conversation with them and get them additional resources or support if that's what they need. Um, But it's that whole community working together to create that space for each individual girl as well as the whole group and allowing young girls to be who they are and know that it's okay, you know, that we all have our challenges and we all have our moments where we're triggered and um, maybe we're a little too far out of our comfort zone and we need to come back into shore a little bit um, and that there's going to be people there to walk them through that process. I think the mix of contents, both speakers, but also physical activities, 
uh, whether it's yoga or self-defense or the dance party at the end. Uh, it allows the girls to express themselves in different ways. And I think movement is powerful, you know, because I think some girls can get overwhelmed by just all the information that they're getting and they just need to move and they need to move their body or they need to have a one-on-one conversation with their mentor or with a counselor and knowing that that's okay, that that is part of the process for all of us to grow. None of us become successful or grows into the person that we're supposed to be without help and without support and without being able to ask for help or have somebody notice that we need help and come to us and say, hey, you know, what's going on here? You want to talk about it. That's awesome. If you're just joining us, this is the 2022 Empower Her Leadership Retreat podcast, and we are speaking with Ann Crane, the co-content chair for the Empower Her Leadership Retreat. So I'm going to throw it over to our communications chair, Christine Kletke. Uh, One thing that I wanted you guys to mention and talk about is as we're obviously doing a podcast to promote this event. So if somebody's listening to this podcast after the event has already taken place, what can somebody expect from the years of what we've covered? as well. So you guys can talk about that. Yes. So thank you, Julie. Appreciate that. So just quickly on my end, you know, as I'm thinking about parents and participants and, you know, before and after, just generally, what are some of the topics that we've covered in the past and look to cover in the futures so that people know what to expect when they attend this. So you mentioned yoga and the dance party at the end. And so we do bring the energy up. And so that's really important to mention. But what are some of the just general topics? I know we don't have enough time to go deep into all the content, but what are some things to expect? And what are some of those um, skills that we've taught in the past and look at in the future? I think uh, some of the important parts of it is getting to know yourself and your strengths and your gifts and finding a way uh, to express those strengths and gifts into the world and, you know, helping girls understand that they have a purpose and that we all have unique things to give to our community. So helping them identify what those things are for them. And uh, it can be a whole range of things. And then also helping them understand the uniqueness of their voice and the value of that and giving them the skills to share that. And it may be just being a good friend and a kind person in their school, or it could be something as specific as bystander intervention. If they see bullying happening in their peer group, how to interrupt that and how to talk to a friend who's being bullied or to talk to a friend who is the bully because we can shift in those roles and teaching them how to just engage in those situations in a way that's safe and supportive and allows them to know that their voice has value, that they don't have to just stand back and watch something happen, uh, but they can interrupt those things and they can be a person who supports um, their friend, whether that friend's the one being bullied or the one who's acting out in some kind of unhealthy behavior. I think the other thing is just learning to see the beauty in themselves and that inherent value that they have. Um, There's so many ways that our society challenges girls in terms of their value and sets unrealistic standards on them and helping them kind of unpack those expectations and really see the value that they bring to any space that they're in. And I think the third thing is social media because it's such an important part of 
girls' lives. It's becoming, you know, it, there's a whole range, right, of how young girls interact with social media, what family and parents' expectations are of them. Um, but it's there, right? And in a way that for most of us, and at least in my age, I didn't have to deal with that growing up. So it's really one of those tough spaces for me to navigate as a parent. Um, and hearing experts talk about it and being able to have young girls engage in conversation about it, about what role it plays in their lives or the lives of their peers. Again, it just gives them tools on how to think about it and how to make good decisions about if they do engage with social media, how to make good decisions about that. And I think even simple things like understanding that everything that we see isn't necessarily the full truth of a situation, but that they can make their own choices about how they engage in those spaces. Yeah, that's super important. And then also the role that bullying can take with social media. And so, you know, like you were saying, if you're the victim of it, or you are witnessing it, um, some skills to go along with that. And another part, if you could just speak to really quickly is how is, um, the content itself or the potential content or the content that we've done in the past also helping those who are victims of bullying? I think how it helps those who've been victims of bullying is to understand uh, the dynamics of what's going on there, but also to understand who they are and how they're unique and that that's valued. And I think being at Empower Her, even in that space where they're accepted and their voice matters and there's community around them, they're building relationships with the girls, with the mentors. I think that can be a protective factor against bullying, just to have that space of knowing I can be accepted for who I am and who I am is valued. The things that make me unique and different that may be the same things that make a person a target for a bully can be celebrated and valued and be something that the people around them are excited about. And I think just being in that space can help young girls see that who they are is important, is valuable, that they have purpose and that they can have an impact in their community. So just having, even if it's just for a day, it really can shift a young girl's perspective in terms of how they see themselves. Uh, I think it's one day, but that one day can be so powerful. Having those hours in the Breslin with other young people and with mentors and with powerful speakers uh, can really be enough to shift a young girl's perspective and how they frame what they're doing in school and what they're doing in the community and really give them the language and the words and the tools to navigate whatever challenges they're facing. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the goal, right? If we can change one life, that makes every single thing worth it. And that's probably a good segue into, you know, we've done a lot of different podcast episodes and we're always talking about, you know, giving of your time, treasures and talent. And so, you know, we're looking for mentors, looking for volunteers. We always are. And then sponsors. So I don't know if you have any message kind of to the sponsors on how this helps these young girls as they're going through this and how important this is. But you know, any unique uh, messaging towards sponsors and mentors and volunteers that you would like to share? I think our sponsors need to know that you are investing in the future of our community. When we do 
events like Empower Her. Empower Her is investing in your future leaders, uh, in your community, in your workforce. And when we plant these seeds in young girls' lives, they are better able to navigate the challenges and the opportunities that they have. They're better able to take advantage of different opportunities to grow and to develop into leaders, into future employees, into future entrepreneurs who are going to make a difference in our community. Investing in them now uh, will pay dividends in the future. And people always say the best day to plant a tree is today or 30 years ago. And that's what our sponsors are doing. They're planting into our community. They're planting trees into our community. They're planting into these young girls' lives. And we might not see the fruit of it in six months, but we are going to see the fruit of it in six years and in 60 years because the girls that come through Empower Her are going to be future senators, they're going to be future legislators, they're going to be future CEOs, they're going to be future teachers and professors, and what we invest in them today will pay off in the future. I can guarantee it uh, because I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen the young women that I've invested in over the years at Michigan State go out and do incredible things in business and in their communities. And I know that the earlier we start investing in girls, the bigger the dividends, the bigger the return on that investment. So I can guarantee any uh, sponsor who invests their treasure into this event, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off in the individual lives, but it's also going to pay off in our mid-Michigan community as a whole. Yeah, That's that's amazing. amazing. Thank you so much. And we are so grateful for not just you, but everything that you bring and how you can perfectly summarize what this event is all about. Thank you to everyone we've heard from, Ann Crane, Angela Michael, Susie Merchant, for their time talking with us about the event. Thank you to my broadcast partner, Christine Kletke, for her time. And a big shout out to our entire Empower Her leadership team for taking care of business behind the scenes. You've been listening to the 2022 Empower Her Leadership Retreat podcast. This year's retreat takes place on June 25th, 2022, at the Breslin Student Events Center on the campus of Michigan State University. If you're interested in knowing more about ways you can help, or if you want to register someone for Empower Her, sponsor the event, become a volunteer or a mentor, please visit at empowerherretreat.com. That's E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R retreat.com. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Christine. We appreciate you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.